DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. So what's up, podcast? Uh, so today, we're doing kind of a VIP reunion all-access episode, so I have an invite out right now on Facebook. We're in Zoom right now, but we're all meeting, and I've basically invited all the people that I've had on the podcast since day one, and just so happened, these two gentlemen just joined me, Marshall and Ben, and you guys were the pioneer guests, the very first guests on my very first Wait, no, you're the second guest. I'm like, wait, hold on. Ben, you're on the first one. Marshall, you're on the second one. That's right. So you're two people from the first two episodes. Excuse That's me. Right. And, um, yeah, so it's exciting, man. What's up? How are y'all? Blessed. I, I don't even know what day it is. I mean, I know it ends in Y, but I don't – I'm not sure what, what, day, what day it is. Every, I've seen, what's really weird is I keep thinking I got to go to church tomorrow. Every day I think I got to go to church tomorrow. I got to go to church tomorrow because I think it's Saturday. But um, it is a great know, point. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I miss I miss my son. He lives in Dallas. I can't see him. My yep. daughter's a oh, well, well, I mean, you know, Marshall's wife's an RN. My daughter's an RN. So, I mean, we you know, we've been kind of uh, in dealing with their mentality, which is not it's got is very difficult at this time, I believe. Um, you know, my daughter gets home and she takes off all her clothes, get leaves it in the garage, goes and showers. And before she even sees her son, so you know it's 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 it's, it's difficult. It, it is it is difficult, and it's also yes, and it's also difficult to hear how the different administ. Uh, wait a minute, I'm I'm gonna be real political here. How the different administrations <laughs> are handling this with their people, right? And yeah. so, um, man, all I can say is uh, this time makes me times like this make me appreciate even more those people that go on a, on a, just a daily basis and fight crime in the medical field, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, to see some of the things that they've got going on that they've got to look, not look forward to or look forward to, depending upon how you look at it. It's just a crazy time we live in, gentlemen. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're in, a, we're in a weird dynamic right now. Um, and you guys are in two totally different industries. Uh, all of them different from mine. Um, you know, I'm in marketing. Marshall, you're actually in martial arts. And um, you've had to make a complete 100 or 360 degree shift in your business to stay open and, you know, to stay performing, basically, utilizing this platform to be able to still connect with your students and the parents. So, I mean, what what's your feedback on that? So when all this craziness first started, uh, you know, us as a community, as a, as a martial arts community, just in general, we're like, the, we're like the cavemen. I mean, we don't want to come out. We want to stay in. We want to right. do the, what's been working the whole time. And uh, this is kind of like a, uh, a virtual uh, cyber um, first UFC. Yeah. You got to step outside <laughs> of your box. You got to get in the arena and you got to try stuff. You don't know if it's going to work or not. And so, yeah. uh, you know, talking with, you know, with you and, 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 and man, the, 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 the BNI select crew really and truly, but other martial artists as well. Um, has really helped me to do this and it's helped my business stay afloat. It really has. And so the last thing I want to say about that is, is when all this is over, um, a very good, a very good friend of mine, Scott Tiro in Shreveport Taekwondo has said, you know, since day one, we're going to have to reinvent ourselves. We're going to have to start our martial arts schools over again when all this is over. Um, and that's true. What I will say is what Zoom has done is it has allowed me to um, kind of, I don't know how to say, kind of work into that starting over process. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm still up and running. I'm, I miss my students. I'm, I miss my parents. 
I really do. But I'm able to see them, and I can't tell you guys how good that makes me feel at 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock on Mondays and Tuesdays when I see my students and I can see them out there training and I can make, you know, uh, you know, some kind of connection. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It kind of lifts me up, you know. I can only imagine. Well, so Ben, what about you? You're in a different industry. You're in the printing industry and um, you deal with a lot of, a lot of offices and you have a lot, a lot of hands-on work with your clients. And I mean, what have you, what are you guys doing now to, to I mean, I know you really have made a shift as well. Yeah. With us, well, we, we, we were smart. I'd say about six months ago, we put in a VPN. We had a VPN installed because we have a grandson and we like to spend time with him at the house. And so we can always forward the phones to our house and my wife can work from, from home on a computer and she basically can log in on her computer at the shop and work that way. So when all this started happening, that's what we started doing. She, we've had the, the calls forwarded to our cell phones and with our laptop, we're capable to do really anything we did at the shop other than actual manufacturing. Um, we'll go in twice a week. Uh, we go in on, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays to do deliveries. I'll go in during the week off and on just to kind of take care of stuff that has to be done, um, that I need to set set aside time for. Um, but she's able to do invoicing, drop ships, uh, everything like that. And we deliver twice a week. And, um, it's, it's, What's funny is I remember when on when you had your first podcast and we talked about I talked about when my son was a baby, I stayed at home every night. I mean I worked at night. And my wife stayed. My wife stayed uh, at home, and then you know we we switched back and forth. And it really feels like that again. You know, it's not so much a, one of those things where uh, we feel like oh you know this is this is a weird part. It's it's basically how we operate anyway. Yes. Uh, we can either work from the shop or we can work from here. A lot of it is we don't have people that come. If people come in, they um, they honk, you know they call us and we deliver to their car and that type of thing. Uh, but from a personal standpoint, I always tell people I've been working with my wife for twenty years. And uh, this is nothing. <laughs> so everybody right now there is complaining about I can't stand my husband, my wife, it's not the person I married. Uh, I know, they don't. They don't. They, yeah, they don't I've been, even I've been training. I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No, that's great. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely affected us, and I know people are tired of hearing the same stuff all the time. But honestly. I think this platform is a great way for us to kind of collaborate and share ideas on how we can be innovative when we start back up, um, being a lot more cautious with the way we exchange, you know, whether, you know, germs or just how we, you know, actually interact, but not only that, being more efficient and um, being a little more frugal with our spending and, you know, all these things, because we've, we've kind of all gotten a financial bond from this, except for, uh, you know, a handful of industries that are thriving right now. Most, most aren't. So, it's, it's good to see a lot of people, you know, making the shift and figuring out what they need to do to make it work and basically stay alive right now, you know? Um, and speaking of training, Marshall, what, uh, what's that been? I'll say, I think a lot of it is a lot of us are realizing there's a lot of things we can live without. Yeah. You're right. You know, things we put so high priority on, yeah. going places and, and doing things. And I, I hate it for those industries who are suffering financially, like restaurants and things like that. But I mean, I cook anyways, but it, it it's, an, it's an interesting thing where when you think to yourself, okay, do I really want to go to the store? Before you used to be like, right. oh, you know what, I, 
forgot something. I need to run the store. Right. Now it's like, okay, uh, do we need this? Do we need that? Do that? Because I'm not going to go out anymore than I have to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, and there's, so all, you know, oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, no. So all that spur of the moment type thing, like, oh, just drop it. Oh, let's going to do this. Go do that. You know, it's gone. Now yeah. it's, 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 uh, but it also kind of brings you down to the point where you got to plan better. Yeah, of course. I mean, you have a newfound appreciation for the, for the little things that really matter and not so much the material items that didn't anymore, you know, like, and then also being able to hone in on your skills, people who never knew how to cook. I'm sure a lot of people have learned how to cook for themselves over this amount of time, you know, <laughs> uh, Marshall, what you got, what you got planned when everything, yes, everything kicks back off as far as in your industry. You know, uh, I really don't know because right now it's kind of a, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a, a loose group of instructors that are calling around, going, okay, what are you going to do? I don't know, what are you going to do? Like I know my brother down south, um, man, the, you know the the whole whole gladiators crew. I think they're all getting together to be on the same page. You know what yeah. what all three schools are going to do, or all four, or five, how many they have. With me, I'm I'm kind of like an independent guy, so it's like I call my friends. What are you going to do? Um, we're going to have to totally revamp and change up our schedule a little bit. We're going to go to smaller classes, um, shorter classes to try to get everybody in. Um, but, and I say this, I think the zoom, I think recording of the classes and making them available to students that, that uh, either are having to stay at home or are, are moved. You know, we have, this is a very transient type of area that we live in. And so um, some of my students are, you know, they've, they've moved away, but they, you know, they contacted me. Hey, can we join in? I think the Zoom and I think the virtual reality thing, uh, as far as our training, um, I think is gonna is gonna be better when we when we do kick off. So May one, next Friday, uh, we're planning on kicking off and doing something. Um, I think Zoom's gonna stay with us. And I'll yeah. tell you something else. I have seen and talked to my instructors via Zoom now more than I ever have before and, and, and they're using it. So, um, that's, that's going to be the biggest thing that's going to change for us is that people, more people are going to see what we're doing and that's a good thing. And let me add to this too. There's a lot of, uh, smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of closed doors in martial arts, people doing stuff. They don't want to show people. That's because either it's, it's, it's so good or it's not good at all. Most of them, it's not good at all. So, uh, you told me this DJ, if you're going to put something out online, it better dang well be good. And so what it's forcing me to do is when I do go back and I, and I do decide to start, um, to, you know, uh, you know, putting this stuff out online, um, I'm making sure it looks good and I make sure it's real. And that's how it's going to help our industry. It's going to get all that smoke and mirror junk and garbage out of here. So the real stuff is what's going to come through. And that's, uh, to me, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, even, even, um, if you, are leery to put things out in public here's the thing we're putting this out in public right now i'm not we're not if you don't hide anything people are going to use you and you know appreciate you for putting out free information and value you don't have to hide behind a closed door and be scared and think that you're the end all be all and have the best product or service in the world and if you share it with someone without and, and not charge them for it then oh my god they're getting over on you i appreciate people who give information out free way more than the ones that try to rope you into this uh, 90 day thing, then get this ebook and then sign up for this monthly service. You know what I mean? Because the thing is you putting out vital information, letting people listen and watch. Um, 
those their people eventually they're going to remember that and they're not going to want to do everything they're not it's not like they're going to train their kids at home by watching your media <laughs> they're going to see okay well this guy's doing something and he's willing to give out information and bring them in well i had a question for ben on this subject uh we haven't talked a lot about this but i know that somewhere in there i heard whether it be a 10 minute or whether i saw it on mtv something i don't know but ben was a drummer at one time is is, is that true sir Okay. I'm still a drummer. Okay. All right. So you're an artist, right? I mean, so go back to your days when you were in bands and you were playing for sold out crowds all over the country. Uh, was there ever a point in time when you were working on something where you're like, man, I don't know if I want to show this to you guys. I don't know if it's good enough. You know, you know what? I'm going to tell you what, as a, as, as, as a musician, it was, it was always just about the fun. It was just about, you know what, let's just play, let's have fun. Uh, I was with a band in, in Hawaii, and we opened up for Ozzy Osbourne when he was there. And that was a very interesting experience because it, it, it made me realize I don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> because when I met Ozzy Osbourne, he, it, it, I was like, okay, this, this is really how he is. Um, you know, and, and – uh, I was like, okay, I don't think my body can 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 take the kind of abuse that that these guys are going through. Um, but you know, it was it was a fun thing. I, I still I still play for my church. You know, I play every Sunday morning, and um, and I love doing that. But as an artist, artist as a painter, what's the scariest part for me is I'm not, I actually used to give stuff away because I didn't think it was good enough to 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 sell. Uh, you know, I would, I, I would almost feel guilty if somebody gave me money for it because I didn't yeah. think it was good enough. Um, and when, whenever I think, oh, because I mean, I've got a lot of pieces I'm working on. I'm in my studio right now. But yeah. when I look at some of the pieces that I work on and I go, hmm, that's not so good. I actually keep a photograph of the very first painting I ever did next to my easel. And I look at that. And then I come back and I go, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm so much better than I was, you know, so much better. And then, you know, having the confidence to say, you know what, Mike, this, this is how much time I put into it. This is, this is what I feel the value of my time was as far as trying to sell it, yeah. you know? Um, but, you know, I'm always, always trying to work on stuff, but a lot of it too is, is if I, if I don't feel it, I don't do it. Wow. I mean, there's so, there's you know, I like that. Let me, let me, yeah. Well, let me, let me just add to that. Okay, so I kind of feel that a little bit. And now that I'm putting stuff out online, I, I used to be so particular of what I put out. Man, I, I, I would film myself. I'd film my family doing something. And I'd go, that's ah, not good enough. Another take. And there we are two hours <laughs> later working on the same stinking thing. And they don't want to film. They don't want to no, film. And so, so now it's um, back in the day, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't the cameras everywhere and the cell phones everywhere and the internet where you could look and see what everybody else is doing. So back in the day, it was like, ah, whatever, just throw it out there. Well, now everybody gets to see what you do. And there's, um, as, as you know, DJ, there are, uh, there are internet, YouTube, Facebook, tough guys. And that's what yeah. they do, man. They run around, comment on everybody's stuff and downplaying it. And I don't want to be one of those guys where I'm defending myself all the time from, you know, YouTube warriors. So uh, that would be my thing is as an artist, God, that's scary because I can't even draw my name. But <laughs> as a martial artist, I want to put stuff out there that's good, right? I want to put stuff out there that's good. I want to put stuff out there that 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 I that I that I feel is right. And so, um, this whole Corona thing, 
the Corona bug has hit me in the fact that I got to make sure that what I put out online, like you said, DJ, is something that's good, something of value, and uh, quit worrying about whether or not everybody else likes it. Right. Just get it out there. Yeah. And so uh, that's what I've learned. I call them uh, I call them keyboard ninjas. <laughs> but um, that and back to what you were talking about, real quick, uh, Ben, is that you know, yeah, a lot of people do give away things for free like that, and whether it's they don't think it's that great or they don't see value in it. But a lot of times, people don't value things for free. But what people do value is learning, I think. And so, if you were to teach, so if you were to build on the back end as your side hustle, if you were to teach painting on video and then give that out for free people would appreciate you more and then they would want to pay for your painting you know what i mean because they see value in you giving them you give them you know show them how to do something they never would have thought of how to do and then now they're like okay i want to buy his painting because he was so generous to me so i think that's that's something that is kind of meshing to where you're giving away stuff but you're not you know you're not selling your soul you know, or just doing everything in the world and not getting anything in return. I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you this about one thing about our company is we give away a lot of things for free, uh, right. and a lot of it's the free advice. When, yeah. um, when some, some when somebody calls me and if it's something simple, I'll just tell them over the phone because I can tell either they're elderly or they're not the, the, the you know they're just they're not very tech savvy, right. and I don't want them to bring a printer in or something. And so I just tell them, look, tell me, try this, try this, try that, and we fix the problem over the phone, you know, and very, I think a very few large corporations or large tech companies do that. They, they want to send out a tech. They want to charge you the 95 minimum. Yep. They want to charge you, you know, all these things like that. And for us, we made, we've made more loyal customers by saying, you know what, there's no charge. You know, it was a simple fix. Just right. when you need supplies, buy them from us. And that's how we operate because we're we're the same type of people because I had a, a, a an air conditioning company come out to my house a few years ago and tell me my air conditioner was broken. Well, they charged me two hundred fifty dollars to tell me it was broken. I could have told them it was broken for free. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they, tell me, they tell me it's it's you know you need a new air conditioner and here's two hundred fifty dollars and we've got some air conditioners you can buy. So it's it, it's one of those things where you, you we always feel that a relationship is stronger in business when you do that. So we're always willing to say, Hey, try this, try that. If we can fix it over the phone, we'll do it. If it's something that's simple, we'll take care of that. Cause we're really not, we're really not concerned about nickel and diming everything and making as much profit as we can on every minute. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that. Oh, I'm sorry, DJ, go ahead. I, I mean, no, no, no. I noticed that uh, in the meeting on Wednesday, I don't know who it was that asked about a used printer. But you know, that's something I, that's something I never thought of. I mean, here's Ben asking questions and giving technical advice on a used printer in a BNI meeting, and I thought, man, that's very cool because most people would say, "Oh, we'll talk about it after the meeting," and they'll probably want to charge you. But you gave free advice that actually made a lot of sense because eleven by seventeen. Heck, I'm a martial artist, man. Everything I do has to have a certificate to it. So I'm an eleven by seventeen guy, and I thought, wow. You mean to tell me I could buy a used printer from Ben and use it in my business? And not only that, he'll guide me through the process of buying one. It's kind of like a car. I mean, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. So, man, I thought that was pretty cool, uh, the fact that you would, you you know, you give that kind of advice out there. That's, that was pretty neat. Real quick, guys, what I want to tell the um, Facebook Live audience right now, if you want to join in on this conversation, just click on the link. 
I have you in the waiting room. I have someone I'm about to bring in. So Ben, you know this gentleman. He was on the episode with you. And it's uh, Will Harris watching. is coming in, man. He's coming okay. in right now. So. Okay. I'm gonna tell you this, okay, before we bring him on. <laughs> He's coming right now. Hurry up. <laughs> I knew Donnie. Okay, his name is Donnie. I don't know who this Will guy is. That's Donnie. His name okay. Is Donnie. Okay. Hey, so just yourself as Donnie, not Will. Uh, <laughs> don't make me go down that road. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So, <laughs> so uh, that's it. I see you got your outside office set up, bro. I do. I had to today, man. The weather was gorgeous. I know. Unlike last night. I know. We had a we got hit with yeah. a pretty good good bit of storms over here. Um, you know, hope everybody made it through okay. I saw where, you know, there was a couple flooding issues and stuff like that. But um so uh Ben, I want to talk about this real quick because I don't know how long you got. But um Ben is an avid tequila drinker. And um you know, of course, I'm I'm Project Rock all the way. This is the Rocks Tequila Terramana Blanco, and so the day it come out, or the day I, it come out locally where I could get it, I went and got it, and then I had to call Ben and say, Ben, we got to get together and drink this thing. So I waited to drink it with you, and I actually got a shot glass today. So if you if you <laughs> you got yours too, <laughs> if you're feeling far, you want to take a shot, man, I will have one. That's it though, because it's early. And if anyone, else wants to, if anyone else wants to join in and take a shot, leave comments on Facebook and we'll salute before we do it. I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I, I, I think it's really good. I, I, I'm not a professional. I like the Reposado better than the, the Silver, the Blanco. Yeah. Uh, but Corralejo is still my jam. I, I, I can't, I, 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 I try, it's just good, it's good stuff. But, you know, I still, my, I, it's not the best. I don't yeah. think. So, so, so ben, it'll get you there, though. It'll get you there. Don't worry. You'll, you, you'll get you there. So, ben, Wayne, if the you stuff? ever hear this, I didn't say that. It wasn't <laughs> me that said it. It was him. So, Ben, is that the stuff you had at the at the Christmas party? <laughs> yeah. The yeah, yeah just, stuff he, I felt like I was in high school all over again. <laughs> as, as ben goes and gets it. He's going ben walks in and says, and says, hey, Marshall, come here. And so I walk over there, I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, I got something you need to try. And I'm like, what? What is it? He said, it'll make everything you do in your life better. And so, yeah, that's the stuff he pulls out. So, anyways, I'm not a tequila guy, guys, to be honest with you. That's a pretty good tasting stuff, there man. You go. It really was. So, there you go. You know, it's really good. Well, that's uh, off to you. My man Will's a uh, bourbon guy. Yeah. If I'm right. I can't do the whiskey thing or the uh, the tequila thing. You know, Will, I had I had some friends of mine um, in Texas. They, I had they had me bring them um, Eagle Rare. Have you had that? I have it. Okay, it's apparently it used to be really common, and now it's hard to find. And so uh, I did like a moonshine run to Texas one time. <laughs> I had all these bottles of, of Eagle of Eagle Rare in my in my car um, because they just they couldn't find it anymore. So, and they said, but they'd heard it was available in Louisiana, and I was able to find some, but I could only buy one bottle at a time. So I, I'm I'm like doing this mad chase to all these little different liquor stores because my buddies. I told them I'm going to Dallas, and they're all like, "Give me, bring me one, bring me one, bring me." One. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, man, no problem." I didn't know I had to run all over the place to find you know one bottle at a time, but. I, I came through. 
That's rock and roll, Ben. That's rock and roll. <laughs> I brought that up because I know a lot of people are turning to that right now. As, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not getting on like an alcoholic tangent or anything by any means, but I'm, I'm all about having a drink every now and then. You know what I mean? And I feel like right now, more than ever, some people need a damn drink. <laughs> well, uh, Will, how's your how's your industry? Because uh, we just watched the oil tank prices. I mean, the oil prices tank uh, two days ago, and I know like I was for a while, you were full-fledged oil and gas, and now you're in the engineering side of it, so you're dealing with some industrial and some oil and gas. What's uh, what's going on with you? Yeah, so, over there? so obviously the energy business has, has taken its toll. Um, everybody knows that. Um, it's, it's put a lot of lives in, in, in jeopardy. But, I mean, again, that's just that industry. It's, it's a roller coaster. Um, if, if you can't survive that, then you, you, you definitely don't need to be in it. So preparations take place. Um, the – the company that I'm, I'm with has been fortunate enough to diversify and uh, other avenues. So our, um, you know, our oil and gas, gas side has taken uh, a hit, obviously. Um, but with the, you know, being an engineering, uh, pretty much engineering firm, looking at, you know, water treatment plants, manufacturing, um, electrical design, uh, PID design, uh, all that stuff is still in the works. I mean, so it's keeping us busy. So we have that revenue stream coming in. So uh, we've, we've definitely had a blessing for that. Um, as far as the, as far as the oil and gas side, man, who honestly, I've been through a lot of these. Um, sometimes you can predict them of how long they're going to last. This one's a lot harder with the reserves being full. Um, you know, I would predict to maybe see, possibly natural gas go up just you know uh, and again that's a that's a that's that's way out in left part prediction um just because you know with history it has shown sometimes when one side of the industry down the other side is up so i'm, I'm kind of hoping that's where we're at with this but man um who knows uh, yeah. there's just no telling so well uh, what have you been doing in this downtime you know besides working remotely i mean I, i'm sure you you know been been doing a little lifting you eating good man y'all cooking anything fun over there chicken and rice i wouldn't define as fun <laughs> but uh <laughs> i i've uh I've, I've tried to stay on it i've indulged just like anybody else you know i've had my drinks at one o'clock two p.m you know just out of frustration with everything going on and uh you know, but yeah, I've, I've, I've been one of the fortunate ones that have actually been able to uh, get, you know, weights out of their own line or through Academy and, and have something to, to, to work with. So that's, yeah. been a, that's been a blessing. That's another thing. I don't know if uh, I'm sure a lot of people watching, but, you know, I don't know. I know, Marshall, you may know a little bit on this, but we haven't been able to find any exercise equipment at all, man. I've been very creative and had, had to be very creative because literally, I mean, their weights are going on Facebook Marketplace for like three times the value. I wish I would have kept all my stuff from back in the high school days. Man, I'd be a millionaire right now. Um, there's some, like, it's like, I'm telling you, good stock right now. If you if you want to invest while the market's low, invest in a fitness company right now. That's my advice. I mean, uh, honestly, if you do any kind of little day trading or anything, any kind of gym, I feel like whenever this opens back up, the gyms are going to be bum rushed. Um, you know, I'm sure same situation with you, Marshall, as far as martial arts, I'm sure it's going to be the same thing. People are itching to get the hell out of the house. I mean, really all of our industries, I think. I hope yes, yes. Well, look, look, I'll tell you, uh, uh, when all this started going down, I did, I was at Academy, I think right before the quarantine hit and guy was walking out of there. He had a buggy and I, there was boxes of bullets and weights Believe it or not, dumbbells in his buggy. And I went, 
that's just like not something you see every day, you know, bullets and weight. Like, and he was kind of fat. And I'm like, what does this dude know that I don't? Oh, oh, here we are three weeks from now. And, and literally you're right. You can't find a yoga ball. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's bad. And, and here's the other thing. All these people using all these weights they're buying, they need to get with DJ or any, or somebody else that knows what they're doing with weights because I see a whole lot of stuff on YouTube being put out. And I don't want to be one of these guys, but I mean, you're doing that all wrong. Bro. <laughs> That's not what a yoga ball is supposed to be used for. You know what I mean? Anyways, let me tell you something, guys. So y'all are fortunate because y'all still have hair. So the the people like me, bro, I can't I can't be fat and bald. It just doesn't work. It's either one or the other. <laughs> That's why I still have hair. So I don't have to worry about the other one unless I still have hair. You talk about hair, man. I got this quarantine locks going on. I just figured I won't cut it until we open everything back up, you know. I don't want to gap it all up. It's it's getting wild. <laughs> man. Hey, Ben, you ready for that shot yet? I got to run to the store after this, man. <laughs> okay. you know, I, I will tell you this. I could probably, I could, it probably would, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm going to tell them people how much alcohol I drink all the time. I would but, suggest uh, yeah, that. No, I, uh, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll cheers to you when I get home, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm good, man. Well, um, yeah, guys, I'm just, well, I mean, we can keep it rolling right now. I got a few people in the waiting room, but um, I want to keep you guys on because, honestly, you're my VIPs, and I really feel like we're going to make this a reunion uh, a reunion podcast, man. Um, you literally, my first two guests ever are on right now. And, um, and then Marshall, you're on the second episode. So man, it's like, it's, it's crazy what we got going on, man. We got a good dynamic and, um, you know, mixing everything up right now. Now I want to talk about a little bit of a few things like that's not, you know, we, we, we focus hyper local lockers. You, you guys are from the same area. I am. We're in North Louisiana around the Shreveport metro area for anyone listening abroad or watching abroad. Um, but uh, people are faced with all of the same things everywhere, I feel like. You know, we're dealing with um, social distancing. We're dealing with um, not being able to be around our friends or loved ones, which causes depression, anxiety, et cetera. Um, we're also not being able to go out and eat, go out. Um, we, you can't get rid of the kids, can't drop them off at the daycare. Um, if your loved one's in the hospital with COVID-19, you can't even go in right now. Um, what's some feedback on that you guys have on any of that? Do you know anybody dealing with those things or, you know, any advice you may have for those people? I think I, the, the biggest thing on that is um, because I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I lived that. I was in Dallas for a period of time and I was, and I'm, I'm not a depressed person. I'm a very positive person. But uh, in that time, um, my friend that I was living with, I'd moved out and um, I was on my own and I knew nobody. And um, it, you know, with uh, my, my fiance being in Shreveport, my family being in Shreveport, all my friends being in Shreveport, it was difficult. It was really hard. Uh, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, phone calls, um, that only goes so far with uh, human interaction. And you don't realize that until you're, until you're faced with that. Yeah. Um, so what I, you know, what I can say to anybody that's dealing with that is, a hundred percent feel free to, to reach out to, to make arrangements to be with, you know, those family or those friends or loved ones or however you can, because um, you don't have to do it alone and there's no reason for you to do it. Um, you know, most of our employers understand what's going on. I was very fortunate that uh, our CEO, you know, told me, he said, look, he said, you work remote anyway, go ahead and go back home and be with your family and, and, you know, stay positive about things. So, 
um, that's what I would echo to anybody that's listening to this that's having that's having those uh, problems being either depressed or, or lonely because uh, it's 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 not a matter of if it's just a matter of when when you're by yourself without human interaction especially when you're away from the ones. You're you're exactly right, and I want to add to that because just last night, dude, it's rainy. I live in the middle of nowhere out here in North Bossier, and I mean, literally, I, I can't see my neighbors. Uh, I can't throw a rock and hit my neighbor's house. I've tried. <laughs> so that being said, um, I was deemed right away. My business was deemed right away, day one. You're not essential, and so you're out there. You're you're trying to make yourself feel as if you are important. And I'm not saying that that's what I do. I don't look for other people to tell me that, right. you know, my, my worth. But when society is looking at you as saying, well, you're not essential. The first thing that happens is as a business owner is your customers start thinking, well, you know what? You're really not that essential. Mm. And so you take as a, as a man, you take a hit right away. As a business owner, you take a hit right away. And every day that goes into that, you kind of feel that pain a little bit more and more. And uh, man, last night I'm sitting there talking to my wife and I'm like, I just feel, I feel like I'm not essential. And I stopped for a second and I went, that's just not right. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I mean, I know where I'm at. I'm, man, I'm confident. Uh, and, and, and she looked at me and said, but you are essential. And just having that, like you said, Will, having that human interaction of somebody um, being there with you that you could see that you could talk to, that's huge right now. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of business owners right now that may not want to say that, but the fact that, that customers come in and see you reaffirms on a daily basis, I'm essential. Y'all need me. And now that I'm told I got to close, man, that was, a, that was a big hit to the ego. So that's how it has affected me. And, and being able to see people like you guys online that are going through the same thing, man, that's very important. I agree. Very important. It, it so, is. I agree. Uh, and on the other and on the other end of that too, it's you know there, it's it's two sides to it. So the people that need that, but it's also responsibility of others to to reach out to people that you know are alone. That's a big that's a big deal too because that helps. I mean, even just a text um, that just says, "Hey, are you okay? Are you doing good?" It, it goes a long way, especially with business owners that have you know they lost their they lost their business and not. I mean, that's their livelihood and, and not even from a financial standpoint, but that's just all they know. And that was just their daily routine. So when you take that away of a passion that they love, it's, it's, it's hard. So it's, you know, it's definitely important to reach out to those people. Yeah. And I mean, any, any way you can, um, you know, buffer back into this, you know, even though you're slow, if you, you have services that you make and offer at a super discounted rate right now, or possibly even for free. And so they'll remember it later. Uh, like this morning, I sent out an email to every single one of my clients and I said, please share with me your story on your business via video. It's up to you. I'm sending all 200 and something clients to share those stories with me and I'll broadcast them and push you to everyone I know, but I'm not trying to push your business. We're not selling services here. I just want to create, help create more of a relationship with you by connecting you with my following and create a relationship there and then strengthen our relationship in the same, at the same time. I'm bringing in Michelle guys. So we can get some lady perspective on this. Ben, go ahead and give us your feedback on that stuff. Um, I think for me, the, the biggest part is again, I don't have a problem working, you know, I don't necessarily understand what's essential, what's not essential. All I do know is that we provide product to the government, to hospitals, to uh, police, fire. So, you know, 
we are um, uh, still in business and still providing. The hardest part, the hardest part for me is 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 the family, it's the family side of it. It's not being able to to mm -hmm. go get my son in Dallas and bring him back for the weekend and that type of stuff. But uh, and then also a lot of it is is um, uh, knowing that my my daughter is a nurse and she's having to, to you know deal with this and it's a cycle. It's a, a deep psychological thing that that I think is affecting is affecting them and and she's even told me she's gone off about certain things at a few times and i've you know just listened to her and i can understand because it's it, it's not i've never been in a war but i understand a lot of my friends who were in the military and they came back from afghanistan came they, they, your body doesn't know how to adapt back to normal life you know your mentality and and i see this with her and thankfully she's working 12-hour shifts and she's like two on two off three off three off, things like that so it gives her a chance to decompress and renormalize yeah uh, but yeah. that's that's the hardest part of seeing is seeing how it's affecting her um but also being very proud of her in what she's doing and knowing they took her from one area they took her from PACU to ICU and said we're gonna have you start doing this now so um you know but other than that <laughs> I've, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life and this is just you know like I say every day feels like Saturday so yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I completely agree. Michelle, by the way, we can see and hear you. I see you doing all the camera adjustments right there. I'm, I'm but, just turning myself into circles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you, you were hearing what we were talking about live. And um, guys, this is Michelle Melton. Now, she is um, actually a personal trainer. And, um, and we spoke uh, a few episodes back with her on my first um, live Zoom that about, you know, about kind of what we're talking about now. But I figured, hey, let's bring a lady into the combo so we're not a bunch of dudes over here, you know, giving our two cents without any, you know, equality at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, okay. So what was what were y'all talking about? Oh, so so no, we're good. We're good. So what we're talking about is we're just talking about everything everyone's dealing with right now. Um, you know, I, yeah. I mentioned I mentioned earlier that, you know, being alone may create anxiety and depression. Um, you know, oh, people, people are losing jobs left and right. We're all trying to hold each other up, all trying to help each other best we can, you know. Yeah, I think it's important, like, at this time, because, like, you know, of course, everybody's trying to stay positive, And I think that that's important, too. But also to recognize that it's okay to feel a little out of sorts, you know, because we're, we're kind of all thrown into this uh, new environment, you know, we're not really used to being stagnant. I, I'm not, I'm used to always being on the go. And so it's kind of okay to kind of sit back and kind of accept it because you kind of have to accept it. Otherwise, if you fight it, then that's only going to cause more turmoil. So kind of accept the new, the new stillness a little bit. And um, also utilize this time, like everybody's kind of talking about, you know, taking a shot and, you know, drinking at one o'clock in the afternoon, which is <laughs> awesome. But, uh, but at the same time, like also just kind of transform some things that may or may not been, you know, um, beneficial to you, like when, when things were the normal. Um, and then kind of work on that. That way when we do go back to, a sort of sense of normalcy um you'll have those in place and you won't kind of fall back into like the old habits or you won't um continue this this stillness because i kind of feel like that might actually happen you know we're going to get in a rut and kind of get kind of uh isolated and sunk into this stillness that we that we have so it's going to cause a lot of time for us to bounce back 
And uh, so if we're implementing new ways and of seeing things and actually accepting it, we can, like Marshall was talking about, you know, carrying on Zoom even after this is all over. And I think that's brilliant because that's opening up a new avenue for you. And so I think incorporating new things and then carrying them on will, will benefit a lot of, a lot of business, a lot of relationships, friendships, you know, sky's the limit. I completely agree. And real quick for the guys, who, people who are ladies and gentlemen who are watching on Facebook live, we have a martial arts professional here, a, a printing professional here, oil and gas engineering, um, industrial professional here, and then a fitness professional. And then me, of course, with marketing. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments and I'll yeah. be sure to announce those. If you want any feedback from anybody mm -hmm. on, you know, on the show right now, but um, I think, you know, honestly, I just wanted to do this and, I, and thank you guys again for, for joining back in, like I said, you, you, uh, I feel like I'm having like a little reunion episode, but I wanted to get all my people's feedback, you know, and uh, give, give these, these people listening and watching, you know, some of our heart to heart good advice, you know, I mean, no, I'm not an expert at life, but I mean, I, I feel like we all help each other and we all relate and um, we go, through, we're all in this together at the end of the day, so. Absolutely. And, you know, also, like you were talking about, like giving away advice for free, like, you know, I do fitness and nutrition for a profession, but, you know, like I was saying, like, this is completely out of everybody's realm as far as like how, how things are right now. So I've had several people come to me and just ask me for advice or what should I do for this? Or, you know, how do I even work with bands? Because I've never worked with bands. I, I'm, I'm, you know, power lifter, like this is so out of my realm. So I, kind of go over things like that and you know I don't mind giving advice you know to help better yourself especially because I don't want you to injure yourself either doing something that's completely out of your you know normal um so <laughs> I'm always for that. Yeah. you know because like Marshall was talking about you've seen some things on on YouTube and Facebook <laughs> and I'm like huh you know and so it's like yeah come come and let me help you because I'll do form checks you know all day long if you need help with that um I do that anyway so uh, I'd rather you perform, you know, properly than injure yourself or not get the full benefit of the actual movement. So, yeah. you know. No. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna rotate yeah. back. I'm gonna rotate back to Marshall so we can keep this flowing at a steady amount, man. What what else you got to throw in the mix? As as far as what I'm working on, uh, anything, thoughts? man, anything, man. Um, you know, let's we got a, we got people here watching. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're interested in what we got to say. So, I, well, I damn sure want to give them some good advice or you so know, guess, just a little reaffirmation. So I guess my thing is this, right? Uh, just because you're home by yourself, you may be taking a shot. You may be drinking water. You may be Whatever you're doing, right? Uh, you should take this time to make yourself better. And, and, and I don't just mean with my students, with my friends, when I say you need to make yourself better, you need to be better today than you were yesterday. And of course, yes. But, but how do you do that? How do you do that during these difficult times? One of the things I want to add to this is, by the way, I, I, man, I have a lot of mentors. Uh, I mean, I have an instructor in Murfreesboro. I have an instructor in Dallas. I have, I mean, so I have all these people I've called and talked to, and everybody said the same thing. Never seen this. Okay, so now that we've never seen this, um, what do we do? Well, the first thing you do is you understand when you come out of this, you better do something during the storm that makes you better after the storm. Of course. And There's so, no expert. There's no expert on what we're there, going through right now. There is not. So feed your brain, feed your body. You know, read, turn off that stinking uh, Fox News, CNN, whatever it is you watch, turn it off. You know, jump off of Facebook for a second, read a book, 
how about read a book on fitness, right? But but read a yes. book. So that was my that's going to be my big thing. Uh, that's what I'm trying myself to do. Uh, trying, you know, me personally is when May one hits. That's my day. The governor hadn't said anything, but when May first hits, that's a Friday, and I don't normally work Friday. But I'm gonna yeah. be ready to hit the ground <laughs> running. Uh, I've had like first. five clients go. I don't care if we can go back or not on May first. I'm coming to your gym. You better be there. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave y'all with this. Cause now we're gonna rotate. My brother has a famous saying, and that is, "Look, dude, just go home and do some push-ups." <laughs> That's what I've been doing, son. I've been going home doing mental push-ups and physical push-ups this whole time. I'm be ready to rock. Yeah, that man. Feed, awesome. feed your feed your brain. You can you can learn a new language right now in this downtime. You can um, literally take online courses and something you always wanted to do. Teach yourself how to play guitar. Teach yourself how to play piano. Sing on an app, make TikTok if that's what you want to do. Um, listen to podcasts if you don't like to read. I don't like to read. Uh, I read so many damn emails and content daily that I, I have to hear it audio or visually. I don't want to read anything anymore. I'm doing audio books. Yeah, They're take audio. in the information, man. Take in, take in something to, to build yourself. What about you, Ben? What you got? Well, you know, I understand why young people have children. because i'm a grandfather and i love my butterbean to death he's here now but i've also realized too that everybody's talking about oh learn learn of this learn of that look i'm just trying to get him from a nap to bed okay if y'all can speak spanish or portuguese god bless you okay if i have to hear five little bunnies one more time <laughs> but, um, but I think I think I think I don't think I'm necessarily gonna come out of this any different than I am now. But I will say this: I did do what Marshall did. I turned it off. Yeah. After all, I was just you know what? I can't I I can't do it anymore. I can't listen to it. I know what it is. I know what's happening. I, I, you keeping telling me is like my wife telling me to do something and I didn't do it. And she keeps telling me to do it. You know, <laughs> I'm 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 I don't have to hear it all the time on the news. I don't have to hear y'all keep talking about how horrible it is or how bad this person is or how bad that person is or what's happening here because in in, in the end it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. So it, it, and we can all wish that this happened or that happened and oh well if we'd have known 10 days before we know 10 well we didn't or we didn't we didn't really do that so this is what it is this is what we're doing yep. um so if if uh if i come out of this any different it's going to be tired um, <laughs> <laughs> but also but also again like i said before there's a lot of there's a lot of things that that i i think we put important i hope people stop and don't worry about getting to where they have to go as as much as they used to and how, how it was all about, I gotta be here, I gotta do this. And I've actually seen people slow down mm-hmm. mentally, you know, and I think hopefully it makes us all better people because sometimes we all need a time out. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Hey, we used to hate those as a kid. Now we appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm a firm believer and I say this all the time because it, 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 at a young age, even I remember stressing so bad. I was in a bad, you know, I was in, I was in the oil and gas industry and we never knew we was going to have a, a job or not, you know, and um, stressing so bad all the time. And then finally coming to the realization around my mid twenties um, that there's no reason to stress over what you cannot control. And I don't care what part of life you apply that to. I mean, every part, hopefully, but literally family drama, stuff going on in the world, stuff at your job, you know, with your job that you may not have anymore. You know, um, people talking shit on Facebook about things, you know, whatever it may be. Um, 
you cannot stress over what you can't control. There's no reason to. And it's like one little, it's, it's so hard for people. It was hard for me. But once you flip that one tiny switch, man, dude, it's, it's so crazy what, what happens there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Will, what you got, dude? Man, I, you know, when, when situations like this occur, I mean, all, all of y'all are right and have touched points that are very important. Um, you know, Michelle talked about getting in a rut. Um, everybody else talked about, you know, preparing for change. And, um, and, and that's what everybody should do is prepare for change. Because this is – people, I don't, I don't necessarily think everybody is seeing the big picture of the change that's going to come after this. Um, right. the, the Zoom meetings are going to continue. Um, I think commercial real estate is going to drop because people realize virtual offices work. People can be more productive at home and, and, and be happier. So you have a happy employee, you're able to pay less expenses because of travel time and office space and you, and you're being more productive. That's a win-win. So I think things like that, that people are, aren't really considering it, it's going to come, it's going to change. We've gone to a virtual office Several oil and gas companies that I know of have gone to virtual offices, and they have no plan into going anything bigger. And and that's just that's just the scratch of the surface of stuff that's going to be different. Um, think about how many people are not going to go to a grocery store anymore, and and the online ordering is going to pick up even more because yeah. of it's. I mean, all of it is going to adjust. Uh, software is probably going to skyrocket. Uh, mm-hmm. Technology is going to take off even more than what it is because people see the use just with uh, software such as Zoom. Um, it's a very simple uh, platform that allows you to communicate with people. People are going to take that and run with it and use it with their day-to-day processes, and it's just it's just going to blow up. So, um, you know, change is coming. I, I would tell everybody to, to prepare for it and don't fight it because when you fight world change such as technology and stuff, nine times out of ten, those people lose. Um, and it's just, you know, it's – to me, the situation is not exciting, but the way everybody has adapted and, and come together is exciting. Uh, to me, for an entrepreneur right now, this is exciting times because you can sit back, you can look at what you need to improve on, and you can adapt and change and then succeed. And then you have everybody that's actually um, shown the, the passion and the support that they've given you in the long run. And, and to me, that's exciting. Yeah. I like your feedback on that. I got three things to piggyback off of that real quick. Last thing you said, entrepreneur. How many fake entrepreneurs have you seen on social media, Instagram, whatever it may be, that never really dealt with the struggle of building a business? They're gone now. Irrelevant. So this is one thing that will wake you up and open your eyes to being in business for yourself is that you're going to face hardships that you have no control over. And it's up to you to overcome those because no one's going to do it for you because you have that fancy status now that you self complain, you know, proclaimed yourself as being an entrepreneur. Cause I, I hate one thing I hate more than anything are those fake people that say I'm an entrepreneur and they, you know, they, and it's their side hustle and they're really not putting their all into it because to be successful right now, and especially coming out of this, there's gonna be so many businesses that don't make it because they didn't do their due diligence before time to, you know, ahead of time to prepare, nor did they do their due diligence during this crisis thinking that, when we come out of it, things aren't going to change. And then another thing to backing up what you said, yeah, I do agree that, that um, offices are going to be a lot. We're going to see a lot of that, but another thing I think we're going to see a lot of are people rushing to do things together again too. 
So it's like one side of separating like group hugs. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like one side of that separating basically of I feel like we're gonna have a lot more love and you know all the mushy stuff coming up and then you know the the things that were so drab and then maybe stressful and then you know I think this is a great time for us to rebuild. I think this is we got to stop looking at this as a negative thing. We got to stop bitching about losing money because at the end of the day, no one cares. Mm -hmm. We have to move on. We have to live our life. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, when I was rambling, I forgot my third point. We'll <laughs> 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 I got too hyped there, man. Gravity. <laughs> gravity. That was your third point was gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Oxygen. I need to breathe. Uh, and that's the thing. And that's the thing about people that say that they're an entrepreneur. You know, uh, there are stages of being an entrepreneur that are not fun. And no, what are you talking about, dude? Shoot, hell no. Eighty percent of it's not fun. But it's here, here's a comment. Here's uh, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm breaking turn. I'm that guy at six oh, No, man. Look, uh, and I want to hear what Miss Michelle has to say. But at the same time, people that are fake entrepreneurs, and I use the word fake and phony in my business all the time. People that are fake entrepreneurs are no better or no different from that cool uncle that comes over or a cool aunt that comes over and hangs out with your child for two hours and then goes and tells their friends, oh, yeah, I deal with kids all the time. No, <laughs> no business is like your kid. And when your kid's suffering, you're suffering, son. When your kid's doing well, you're doing well. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, fake and phony entrepreneurs – Ain't got no skin in this game, bro. They ain't gonna last. What people, what you never see on social media or broadcasting anywhere is the struggle. Yeah. All you see is the person sitting on top of that mountain, but you don't see the climb. And I think now more than ever, if we start sharing the climb, sharing the struggle, connecting all and helping each other through these struggles, that people are gonna appreciate the actual world of entrepreneurship more and being in business, small business, than they did before and not write it off as just some kind of trend. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I've got to step out of my comfort zone. Like I was in my cute little, you know, studio bubble and now I'm having to venture out and I didn't realize I was such an introvert extrovert, like, you know, I'm bubbly and energetic and everything, but I do keep myself kind of isolated and I've had to really unisolate myself as far as like virtually um, to kind of venture out and it's fun. Like I love it because it's allowed me to stay in tune with my clients and then also meet new people and help them and connect with them. And that's something I'm not going to change. Like I'm going to continue that. And so I don't really want things to go back to the old normal. I want things to continue and be not quarantine, but kind of continue on with the new the new norms that have incorporated into my daily. So I like I like um, that attitude and what you got to say behind that. Hey guys, real quick, Melissa Parker just chimed in and asked a question. And Melissa was actually on the last podcast with you, Michelle. Hey, um, she says, "Does anyone else worry about isolating so much, working from home? How do y'all think that will affect our lives when we lose that common human interaction? Well, I'm going to answer that and I want your guys' feedback. It's not going to affect your life if you're do doing, like I said, your due diligence right now. Get on Zoom. Get on Facebook Live. Connect with people. Yeah. Do more. Get on uh, FaceTime. Do something where you can see people. Don't do everything via text, email, or phone call. We got to have face-to-face. -face. So I think, in my opinion, you start doing your due diligence there because we're making a shift 
and society and you got to be a part of it. And like, I, I remember my last point, Will, we were talking about, um, Marshall and I were talking about this, and I believe Ben and I were talking about this too, um, a few weeks back is if you aren't ready for change, it's going to happen no matter what, oh, yeah. you're going to die. You either adapt or die. So yeah. that's, that's my answer to that question. And guys, and I'm not even trying to be like too stern. That's just the hard, honest truth because that's where we're at now. We're not in, we're not in the point of sugarcoating and marketing right now. We're in the point of, Hey, let's get to the point. Let's move forward. Let's, let's see result. You know what I mean? Let's put in the work. So I think that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Michelle. <laughs> sorry, um, I think that honestly, I'm sorry. I'm such a woman. Um, I think that applies to everything in life, though, not just the quarantine. Like you can't, you cannot stay close-minded with situations. Like there's always going to be change. Um, you know, sometimes we fight it, but we're, we're always going to have to adapt to it. And otherwise, like you said, we're just going to crash and burn. Um, and, or just be really stubborn and just kind of sink ourselves. So I think that's really good advice because you can't, you can't be closed minded with this and definitely turn the news off. Like you said, Marshall, cause I didn't watch the news before and I'm not going to watch it now. <laughs> it's the same thing, but look, two points of that. Number one, like, like we talked about DJ, a very, very good friend of mine. One of my instructors says, if you're not the, the, the difference between a shark and a fish is a shark swims constantly. Fish goes to sleep. So if you're a shark that stops swimming, you're food, yeah. right? And so that's the thing. You better keep swimming because if you don't keep swimming, you're going to be food. Second thing is what this has allowed me to do is evaluate my day in, day out, right? Day in, day out. So I live north of town. Everywhere I go since I was little, we've always had to drive everywhere. Like I'm going to town, I got to drive 15, 20 minutes. I don't get to go right across the street, go to Kroger. Right. I got to drive 15, 20 minutes everywhere I go. So if I'm going to meet, if I'm going to meet one of you guys in one to one or whatever, I see one of my buddies, I got to drive somewhere. Well, now via Zoom, I could be in your house visiting with you in minutes. And so to answer your, your, yeah, your question to the, you know, young lady that's watching, uh, it's allowed me more free time. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, at first, more free time was not good. But now, uh, as as the as the born again, as the born again Christian that I am, I see it now. Looking back, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, I got really comfortable with the success I've had over the past six months to a year, and the good Lord has used this to push me farther out, man. And now I can talk to more people, and I can be a part of more people's lives than ever before. That's what this has enabled me to do, and um, that's what I've gotten out of this. I think I think the most is that now. Uh, that time that I spent driving, listening to the news and listening to sports talk, I'm still going to get all that. But now I get to see people right away. And I don't, I don't, I don't waste all that time now. Yeah. Zoom definitely needs to use this podcast as a commercial because I feel like <laughs> I've been plugged about a hundred times at this point. <laughs> oh, well, well, look, guys, it, um, I'm going to get, we got about five to 10 more minutes. So if anything that you guys want to drop as far as any kind of common knowledge, any kind of specific knowledge, please feel free. Uh, ben, I think you're next in rotation, man. Shoot, because we're winding up here. Um, I, well, I think everybody needs to write a number down. When this, all this is over, you're going to write a number down. And that number is going to be the day you're at your office, you're at your whatever, you're going back to what you were doing, and you say to yourself, I wish I was back home. <laughs> because you're not, some people aren't actually taking advantage of 
this. And I think what's going to happen at the end of it too is a lot of people are going to realize, you know what? I used to put up with a lot of junk from people. I don't even want to talk to that person anymore because just talking to them hurts my spirit. And I actually appreciated not having to talk to some people during all this time. And I think we all will realize, you know what? I I did not like who I was when I was in that environment, but I didn't know anything different. I'd gone so long to be in, uh, being this person or being in this environment that I never really even noticed it until I stopped and then went back and then said, you know, I don't, I don't like this anymore. So I think everybody needs to just realize, you know, take advantage of, of, of figuring out who you are and what's going on with this. And, and, you know, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get through it. And, um, but, uh, you know, again, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I think that's good advice because honestly, I, I, like I said this the last time, you know, I think God's allowing us to kind of be still so we can kind of reflect on things and really understand ourselves and see where we needed work or where we were lacking. So I think yeah. that's good. I'm going to miss my kiddo. Like I, I'm loving my kiddo here all the time. You know, she's going to high school and I'm not ready for that either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. You got anything to weigh in, Will, before we wrap up? You're on mute, bro. Unmute it real quick. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I, I agree with everybody. It's it's definitely a total reset on, on priorities and what's important. And going back to, uh, you know, Melissa's question, um, I, I I feel like the, the isolation is going to affect the, uh, you know, the human interaction in a positive way. Um, uh, touching on what Ben said, you, you realize who you are about the people that you associate yourself with, whether it be work, uh, you know, loved ones, family, uh, friends, or who, whomever it is. And then it's also going to make you appreciate the time that you do have with the people that you want to be around with. And that's the biggest thing. Um, when that's take, you don't really, I mean, it's just like a relationship when you date somebody, right? You don't really realize what you have until you don't have it. Well, with this, this is a lot of, you don't have it. You can't, you know, uh, if you travel a lot, like I travel a lot, so I can't really go see my grandparents like I want to because, you know, there's no telling what I come in contact with uh, being in the, in the energy business and the people that I that I have to talk with. So it's, you know, you realize what you, you miss out on because it's taken away from you and it wasn't your decision to have it taken away. And that's that's a punch in the gut. And when you realize that, the exciting part is now you have an opportunity to change it because eventually that human contact will come back and you won't have to self-isolate uh, like we're doing. So that's, again, I mean, that's the exciting part for sure. Yeah. I completely agree. I think, um, I think we covered a, a good bit of ground guys. I want to thank you again for coming on. Um, we're about to wrap this thing up. Um, thanks again for everyone. This is our first time ever going live with zoom in tandem with Facebook it's a learning curve for me, so be patient with me as we move forward. I want to do more interactive things like this. Um, and like I said, thank you guys for coming on again. Um, and uh, everyone, please subscribe to the podcast. Have a great day. Thanks, okay, okay, thank you, guys. Bye.